The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Your hosts are Ken Roshan and Gisela Gonzalez. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. And now, here are your hosts, Ken and Gisela. All right, welcome. This is Ken Roshan. We are actually at the Dolphin Stadium, thanks to Bert Oliva, and I've been practicing the name all day, so I'm very excited about that. So I met Bert uh, on a cruise ship, and he decided to have an asthma attack, and I said, you know what, that's just a fluke. You know, I, I couldn't be that bad for him, but then I come out to uh, Miami, and he, he throws his back out. So am I a bad influence on your physical being? No, you just give me the limitations <laughs> I need to push a little harder. All right, well, <laughs> I want to give you a proper introduction, so... Uh, Bert's a leadership expert, a renowned bilingual public speaker, author, and corporate trainer. Bert has received national recognition for delivering how-to techniques with a high-energy message showing people how to communicate more positively and powerfully. His unique gift is, a, is to speak to an audience and communicate to the heart of each person as if they were alone together. Bert speaks regularly and conducts team-building and management communication seminars for companies and organizations interested in better employee relations sales, morale, and productivity. For more than 21 years, Bert has been helping thousands of people transform self-limited beliefs into self-fulfilling breakthroughs to achieve their dreams. No one can captivate audiences like Bert. With his compelling stories and experiences, this is a man who can motivate anyone to triumph over fear, self-doubt, or phobias, and touch their hearts at the same time. So just before the program, uh, Bert actually made me chew on glass, and then he had a, a fire rod, and he made me actually dance around and then land on it on the field. So thanks so much, Bert, for overcoming those fears. <laughs> I never thought I could do that. <laughs> it sounds like you read my bio. <laughs> no, actually, uh, this, it's, it's, very, memorized. it's very difficult, but during the plane ride, I said, what else can I do for two hours? So I actually memorized <laughs> it, and that's what I went with. So uh, well, yeah, Thank you, Ken. For, yeah, thanks for sending me that. Yeah, you you, uh, you guys gave me that bio back at this uh, the cruise, and I, I just read it every single day. And just like you said, you know, I'd overcome that belief that I can't remember anything, and here I'm remembering your bio. I really don't know much about me anymore because I know so much about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so I'll be asking you questions. Thank you. <laughs> well, actually, thank you so much for being on the program. This is, uh, I guess, a serendipity because who would have known that uh, someone would introduce me to Orly? We'd be on a social wow factor. Right. I'd meet you and roughly. 11 or 12 other special uh, leadership th uh, thinking people. Like, oh, we meet each other, and I just invite you to my house. <laughs> you just <laughs> like that. You know, can I say this? Sure. <laughs> well, you know, you've been doing this for 21 years, and uh, you know, that you're one of the guys that not only has been doing this a long time, but you were when there was not that many people doing this. So I'd love to start off the program by just asking what actually got you in this game and uh, how has it transformed well, your life? I was very – first of all, I want to thank – you for the opportunity of being on your show. I mean, we really take nothing for granted. We appreciate everything. 
Uh, what I tell people is what you see is what you get. And basically my career started when I used to work for a company called Xerox. Xerox had the best sales training in the world. And they turned me on to these great speakers when we were in Leesburg, Virginia. They had a training camp over there, which was awesome because you weren't even allowed to miss class. See, once you got there, it was like, you know, you signed in, you went into a lobby, you registered to your room, and then you had to stay there depending on the course you were taking. If it was a one-week course or a three-day course, you were not allowed to leave the premises. However, the dorms were in one location and the classrooms were in another. And even if it was snoring, uh, snowing or raining or whatever, they had tunnels, underground tunnels, so that way you couldn't miss the, the class and they taught me a lot and I was able to I was very fortunate to meet people like Les Brown and and uh, Brian Tracy and, and Zig Ziglar they, they turned me on to this whole different world and once I got into that world and they had the best training well I said you know what one day I want to be able to do the same thing that they're doing and I started off by going to every single event that I can get my hands on listening to every audio CD in fact no no listening to tapes Right. Where you had to go to side A and then side B, and you had to, you know, make sure you went through the whole process. In fact, my wife, who's Alexa, believe us, she's here today, and she would always tell me, you know, we need to go ahead and, you know, play some music. And I go, but Brian Tracy says that music is like chewing gum. You know, we don't need that. So I started playing off with the, you know, just listening to the CDs, getting involved, and starting applying certain things. And, you know, 21 years later, not only have I mentored under them and became friends with them and shared the stage, I'm doing what I knew I could have done when I had that belief system. Because I truly believe everyone has greatness inside of them. The only person that holds them back is, is who? Themselves. Exactly. And I've done that in rooms with over 10,000 people, and they always say the same thing. However, we like to blame other people, our significant other, or the day, the time, the car, whatever it is. It's really up to us. There is no dream that's impossible. It's really up to you. Once you have that certainty in your heart, you will achieve it. The time, like Les Bond says, the how is none of your business. Just go out there and make it happen. So it all started with Xerox, had the best sales training in the world. It all really started with my mom coming from Cuba. She was an immigrant. She was fleeing the Cuban regime, the Fidel Castro, and my father happened to be a communist. And she brought me to this country when I was 11 months old. And she came here because she believed in the American dream. And seeing her and in the process of her being a maid she had really no education she went out and we would go to these beautiful homes and we would and I would be her helper you know like I saw the video of your son and you know I was on the other side I remember her cleaning the floors and she always taught me through the actions that she took she would always tell me son whatever it is that you're going to do in life give it a thousand percent she didn't know that it was only a hundred percent but however I it, it stuck in my mind and everything I do, if I'm not going to do it at a thousand percent, like my mom said, then why do it? Life is too short. And, you know, you, you know the process. And it all started there. And going to these beautiful houses and, and me telling her, one day I'm going to have a house just like this, Mom. And she would always say, yes, son, whatever you want. She never told me no. And long story short, you know, 21 years later, I'm traveling the world, I'm speaking to, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of children. And... <clears throat> living the quality of life that we love and our children are part of our life and you're about to visit our home, you know, the home that we have here in South Florida and you'll see, it is what it is. You know, we don't, we, we don't create a, a perceived value type of lifestyle. It, you know, you get to meet us, either you love us or you love to hate us, but at the end you love us no matter what. 
and that's what we're all about. Cool. Well, uh, you know, I had a little epiphany yesterday about that, uh, not the thousand percent, but when someone says, I'm going to give 110%, it was like a pet peeve to me because I was like, okay, that's not possible. Being a math, being a math person, I was like, that's not possible. I said, you can have a product and sell it at 110%. You can make 110% profit. You can do 110% growth. And then that's what I realized that people that say they're going to give 200%, in a way, it could be justified that they're realizing that they're only doing 50% of what they're really capable of doing, and so they no, double they're it. they're capable of doing more. Exactly. But they're not willing to push that hard. True, true. And so, but the math kind of works out that they did 200% more than they were doing before, but, yeah. they're, but they're not giving 200%. You can only go to 100%. Yeah. I think. <laughs> My mom said 1,000. I, I believe that. <laughs> so we have your lovely wife here. We, uh, we want to make sure this introduction is, is brought in at this point. And also, um, you guys are one of the most dynamic Duos because you're as strong as Bird is, and I'm guessing you kind of made no, him. I'm stronger. No, you're stronger. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. So, uh, yeah, I, I want to acknowledge you. Thank you for coming on the show. You were a lot nicer to me on the cruise, just for everyone's information. Bert was the one who says, I'm not going to show unless you know the bio cold. And you were like, Yeah, I'll be on the show as long as I can transform lives and, and, and make a difference in people's life. And Bert was like, No, you have to know the bio cold. So, thank you, Alexa, for giving me that breather thank on the you. bio. Why don't you give a little bit of the bio intro since I didn't have to memorize it? <laughs> Well, um, I met Bert in the late 80s, and um, right when we were about 20 years old, because he's only about a year and a half older than me, um, he told me that he wanted to change the lives of over 100 million people during his lifetime, and I said, man, this kid's crazy. I'm in. What do we got to do? Um, so he, he, he said, you know what? I think I belong on a stage. So we thought it was a comedy stage. So we went and started visiting all these comedy shows that would come to South Florida, and we'd sit there front and center all the time. He's like, yeah, comedy's great, but I don't know about this. Maybe I want to be a preacher. So we started going to the churches, and he said, oh, this is not exactly what I want. And then when he went to Xerox, he found the Zig Ziglar and the Les Brown and all these motivational speakers. And then he said, you know what, I want to be the best speaker in the whole world. So we started going around the world, traveling and meeting all these people. Meanwhile, I was in school, and I got my degree at the University of Miami in business administration and marketing, and we started applying all those things immediately to our business. And before you knew it, he was, uh, people, he was presenting our campaigns because we had an advertising agency, and people would always say, hey, why don't we fly you out to Vegas and you can present the new campaign because they just wanted to feel his energy. And we'd go to parties, and he'd, he'd sit there and speak to one person. All of a sudden, there'd be like 20 people around him like, we should be getting paid for this stuff, babe. <laughs> Eventually, it transformed into... Um, what he always loved was connecting with people. That's what he truly loves. He loves, he loves sharing his energy. He's got this charisma about him that I didn't understand when I was 20, and I understand it now. And I think it's my job to make sure that people get to see his passion, get to share his energy, and that's what I do for the business. And I, I remember on the cruise ship you, uh, you had an exercise I'd like you to go over briefly on the show, but um, before we do the exercise... You know, what do you admire and love about Bert? His heart. He's got the biggest, most beautiful heart that I've ever met of anybody in this world. Uh, not a lot of people get to see it because he's so intimidating. He's six foot two. He's tall. He's dark. He's handsome. You know? That's what I'm And so, you know, sometimes when, when, when you bump into him, he's such a big person, and his personality is so big, but then he's a very shy guy. Um, so a lot of people don't really get to see who he is until, you know, you make that personal connection with him. And, or he's there doing 
what he loves to do, sharing his passion. When he's on a stage and, just, and he's in front of people, he just lights up. And I, I know when he goes into automatic pilot when he's speaking on stage and you feel the connection and you look at people's expressions mm-hmm. and I go, okay, he's doing it. And that, I think, is my ultimate moment and why I do this. Because I feel that energy, so it's almost a little bit selfish. Because I feel everybody's energy, and I feel people's lives transforming. I'm getting chills right now just thinking about that moment when he turns on. That's what I look for. Yeah, people have a misperception of who I really am. They believe that, you know, I'm arrogant or, you know, you're wearing these expensive suits or the one. No, it's not about that. It's just I'm really shy. And it's just people look at it, and they're like, no, he's just, he won't talk to me. No, I do. I'll talk to anyone. It's just that. That's just, when I get on that stage, you know, uh, I'm in the people business. No people, no business. I love people. I really, truly do. Sincerely, I love people's stories. I don't just ask questions to find out about your background. I really want to know, what was your transformation? What was your turning point? Because I believe that I can learn something every day, even though if it's someone that may not be doing the stage for over 21 years, it may be someone that could be the janitor of some location. The day you think you've learned everything is the day you've lost everything. So Tony Robbins talks about can I, con, uh, constant never-ending improvement. You know, it's, it, that's really what it's all about. Every day I, I look for something to learn, something new, or confirm something. And when I get on that stage, I'm, you know, I may not say the perfect words. I may have an accent. I may do this. I may do that. But at the end, what I do do is I give you my heart. And I guess I that's people what people that. connect people with. People feel that. Besides the breakthroughs, besides eating fire and bending steel, and the reason I did those things is just because we've been conditioned. And in our subconscious mind, um, people have told us that you need to have a breakdown before you can have a breakthrough. If you watch television today, you know, a lot of times that you're looking at some of these bios, it's like, well, this person, you know, Ken was on top of his game. He was a multimillionaire. And then, you know, he got into drugs and he lost everything. You know, and then he did it again. Now he's successful. No, you don't have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. So it's part of the show. It's part of the edutainment. You're being educated and learning at the same time, like Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar. You put them in the room, that's where you're going to get. And that's when people learn the most. That's why we're able to speak to so many children, because we connect with them, because they're having a good time and processing the information. And, you know, that's just... Pretty much. I mean, and every technique I do and I've learned from my mentors, I'll give credit where credit is due. I'll get on stage and I'll use a quote. And I'll, like right now, we just spoke, you know, about, we've talked about Brian Tracy. We've talked about Les. We've talked, when I've learned it, you know, I share it. Right. You know, I just don't own it and say, well, this is my stuff because you've never heard it. There, I mean, there's so many people out there in the business of self-help has grown so much immensely. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. When I started, it wasn't like that. It was either Anglo whites or black Americans. You had, you know, Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar. You had T.D. Jakes, Les Brown. And there was no space for a Latin guy called Bert Oliva. However, I said, perfect. You know, this is my spot. Over 21 years later, you know, I'm sharing the stage with these guys. And, you know, a lot of them have become my friends. And people that I haven't even met that are in the business, we connect and we bond immediately. I mean, you can tell the difference between someone who's just doing it and someone that's living it, and they're about it. You know, that's the connection we had. Actually, you showed up after the cruise. You know, basically the right. cruise was, you know, from the States to Bermuda. And you ended up, because of your schedule, you were in Bermuda, then you got on the ship. And we had a very little bit of time to really connect, and we connected. Right. 
And that's what people don't understand. You know, it's that one moment, that one second that can change your life. However, you have to be ready for it. And that's what all these CDs and all these books are for and these seminars. You know, if, if you see the seminar, go ahead and do it again. I mean, we watch television. We watch programs or a movie two or three times. What's that done for you? But these seminars, these tools, they really work. I truly believe in them. I've seen it work not only in my life, but in, you know, my children's life. They, they know the speakers. They've gone there. They're like, who's speaking this weekend? I was like, okay, I'm there. Because they've, they've gone through it, and they've applied their tools. And to this day, even we have a program that we call Life by Design. It's a goal-setting program. And in that program, what we actually do is, what we actually do in that program is that we actually go out and do a goal-setting program where you actually go out and do, create nine goals at the end of a four or six hour event, depending on the size of the audience, and you'll go and achieve 75 to 80% of your goals before the year is up. And it's just amazing that you're able to do that. And I have my children go through the process every year. My team goes through the process. See, when I tell people, do you want to see a good preacher? It's on the television at five o'clock in the morning, but all on TV. The best preacher is the one that practices what they preach. Right. And those are few and far between. And that's what makes a difference. That's just my belief. Well, the, the amount of times you uh, listen to the seminar, the tapes, that's really your intention for frequency becoming integrity to be habit, isn't it? Yes. I mean, that's the commitment. That's exactly. the sacrifice. Yeah. And uh, did you take a Myers-Briggs test? Yeah, 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 yeah we yes, did. Yes, okay. Because uh, like did, did you said shy. Did, were you mainly introverted? Were you like 60% introverted, 70% introverted? I, was high up I don't remember, yeah. but yeah. Because I'm 60% and I went in the military. I got on stage. Well, and they threw I, you off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the point is, I think that I was afraid to get in front of audience. And when you're an officer, you are automatically going in front of the platoon or whatever you're leading. So my point is, I wasn't ready for that. I had to force myself. I was in my uncomfortable zone. But when you get over that, you're actually able to be powerful. Yes. And, Valerie and I, actually, are one of our business partners and best friends, um, she was asking me the other day because I love meeting people all the time, and I'm really the extrovert between the Bert and myself. And he, she's like, were you always that way? And no, I wasn't always that way. And she's like, well, what changed? What, what, what makes you so friendly with people and connect with people all the time? And I said, I read Bert's book. And she was just like, no, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, Bert wrote a book called Empowering Networking Techniques. And that's when he first started speaking. He started teaching that class. And, it, and, I, and, you know, I had to edit his book and, you know, we'd write it together. And I really paid attention to the research and everything that Bert was trying to teach everybody in there. And I started applying those things because I've always been a heavyset woman. So it's, it's really hard because, you're, you know, you feel self-conscious all the time. And being that I was so big... I had so much self-confidence, and people were like, well, how are you doing this? I'm like, I'm reading Bert's book. People didn't want to believe me. I was reading my husband's book, and that's what really helped me really connect with people and understand the dynamics of relationships. So you shifted. You shifted to be an introverted oh, person. Oh, Whereas I definitely. think Bert, I, I relate to you. I am an introverted person, but, but my, my mission... when I met you. Yeah, but my mission and my purpose in life causes me to step out, but I have the same love for people you do, which is the authenticity. Yeah. And the authenticity is what you're speaking about, about how how few, we'll just call it, are on the mission of speaking on a stage to actually cause a difference in the world. Yeah. Yes. Okay? All right. And uh, let's talk about Bow World. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a very important part mm -hmm. of your life. Yeah, Bow World, it started off as being uh, Bertolivo Wealth Academy. Back when the seminars were all about how to become wealth, how to become millionaires, and I had this one line that I will always use to say, you know, how many of you guys want to become millionaires today? 
and you would see the, all the, the entire audience raise their hand. I said, great, I'm going to show you 20 techniques to become a multi-millionaire today. However, you got to become a thousandaire first. <laughs> see, no one teaches that. Right. It's a, there's a process. If you try to do it all at once, you'll lose everything. So, you know, Boa World evolved, and now it's become um, be one with another world. And it evolved to the point that, like I said, you know, we've opened a nonprofit organization called Motivational Missionaries Tour. And my wife is the founder and owner. I'm actually just uh, the presenter of the, you know, I teach the programs and so forth, but it was my wife and her partner and our partner that opened the organization. And we've been speaking to children for years, but finally now there's companies that are paying attention and donating and helping us fund the program because we were doing everything with our own funding. You know, my wife says, when you get to a level of success, it's our obligation to give back. That's her belief system. And, and like, she's believing my crazy ideas. You know, we actually, that's why we support each other. We've been married for over 25 years. And you don't see that anymore. And it's because of, again, it's, it's, it's something that starts from the core. And, you, you know, and we can go into all that, and it's a whole process. But basically, back to what you were saying, Bo, well, because I have ADD, and I'll jump back and forth. I've <laughs> so many things I want to say, and we don't have enough time. But that way, you can invite me to the next show. But anyways, but she, she you know, we, we started Bo, well, we evolved into um, motivational missionaries tour and right but now. Bo, well, for know. us, it started, like I was saying, that people started hiring us because they wanted to hear Bert speak all the time. And eventually, we, we started teaching leadership, development skills, soft skills, uh, sales training, because we have a lot of sales training background. And we started reaching out to corporations that wanted us to teach their employees on how to connect, how to, have, how to do team building, how to, how to get along with one each other, how to communicate better. So we teach a lot of neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, which is body language. So we break it down. Yeah. So even a 12-year-old can leave learning the tools on how to read a person if someone's telling the truth or a lie. It's just, it's just amazing, the programs, the way we've broken it down for everyone to be able to take the information out. Not to sit there and say, you know, your physiology and your breathing patterns are on a certain level and your tonalities. Yeah, that's cool. And you can show off like that. However, people just want to have fun and they want to learn. If they can take something home today and they can start applying it for 21 days and create a massive change in their life, then that's what we do. We, we always tell people we have programs. All programs are 21 days. You know what it is also is... Um we're writing a book right now that breaks down the, the negative mindset and how to turn it into a positive mindset. Um, and what we're doing is all, these, all this research and all these people and all these seminars and, and this whole life that we've emerged ourselves in, in the last 20 years, we're trying to teach people the best of that, and that's what our book is going to encompass. What's it called? We started off as Don't Drink the Kool-Aid. Drink Red, Rational Educated Decisions, but um, we're at the end of the book and we're thinking we might change the name of the book. How many we, books have you done? Uh, we've done a total of like three books. Three books. Yeah. Three and books. what was the first book that you were referring networking to? Networking Techniques. Yeah. Networking Empowering Networking Techniques. It was, it was, it started off with 10 networking techniques and then it became 21. It was the world's smallest book. It was like yay big. I'm talking about like maybe two and a half inches by like three inches. And uh -huh. It was really small so it would fit in your pocket. You can actually take it to the network and you can see what, Smart. you know, technique I needed to use at that moment. I actually and, carry one in my purse. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably see if we have any yeah. others left. But it was really cool because people, it was just teaching you the basics on how your subconscious mind works. See, Tony Robbins talks about pain and pleasure. We talk about the conscious and subconscious mind. 
what you'll see tomorrow at the event that we're having, you'll see the transformation that I'm able to do with people. And I'm not talking about selling books at the end of the room and so forth. No, that's that's not what we're here about. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all about it. We're more about creating that massive change in such a short period of time and showing people the tools on what it is they need to do in order for them to actually do it. Look, here you get to see the book. Yeah, it's the cutest little book here. Small, small, I told you, I carry it with me. This is what I hope they... I get an extra copy. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know, I mean, it, no, but anyone that memorizes your bio, come on, they deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Be informed. It talks about dress for success, you know, not how to overdress. Name tag placement, really important. People, you know, look and little techniques like that. Positive people get positive results. So give give one that most people make a mistake with. There's a lot of them. They're all. I mean, okay. all these. I mean, let's, let's just go through some of them. Like, let's, let's do say, it. I dare you. Let's do it. <laughs> Bring it. Uh, let's say, be informed. You know, you're going into a business meeting and you want to whatever meeting. You know, because there's there's three types of people: people that walk in a room, and then some people that arrive. But very few people change the room. Mm. In order for you to do that, you have to be well-informed. You've got to know more about your competition than you know about your own business. Right. See, don't go out and talk bad about your competition when you don't know who they really are. The more informed you are, the more powerful you become. People like to know. They, they like to surround themselves with experts. And the only way you become an expert is filling yourself up with knowledge, not garbage. So that's the first thing. Don't go out and network if you don't know your industry, you don't know your competition, you don't know what it is they're doing, because that's how you're going to lose deals. And what you want to do is not even create deals, but build relationships. Because the stronger your relationships are, the more successful you're going to be. Your net worth is in direct proportion of your network. I mean, we've all heard these great quotes. One of of my favorite um, techniques that he has in the book is meet the host. Arrive early and meet the host. Because then once you befriend that host, they're going to introduce you to more people, and then they're going to walk you around to other people, and you're going to get to know more people that way. So that's one of, the, one, of the, one of my favorite techniques. The other one that's in his book that I think is really important is a lot of people, when they meet somebody, they want to sell them a product, right. um, learn all about them from head to toe, their whole background, everything. No. You've got to make the connection, get the information, make sure you make that connection, and then follow up. Which is another one. You gotta follow up and don't make broken promises. That's what she's talking about. You gotta follow up and follow through. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest mistakes that people don't succeed is because they don't follow up. They don't make that initial, you know, follow up call. We, you know, I'm gonna call you on Monday. Just I'm not gonna tell you which Monday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A year goes by, and that's the thing. And and we hate when it happens to us when we actually connect with someone and they say, well, you know what, we're gonna call you or let's set up a meeting for next week, but next week never comes. You know, you got to make sure that, you know, little small tools warm up, the warm-up. You know, make sure that you warm up, get comfortable. Like, for example, today, there's going to be over 20, 25 speakers here tomorrow. And we're probably the only ones here. Why? Because we're, even if I was in, you know, Kentucky or if I was in, you know, Belize or wherever. We're in Baltimore. It doesn't matter. If I'm in Baltimore, if I arrive early, and you will always see me do this, you know, I rehearse. Uh, tomorrow morning, you'll see me going through my PowerPoint, you know, because if a comedian is doing it and a, a songwriter is rehearsing or practicing their, their slides or whatever it is in their mind, we're in a professional industry. This is not just a game. This is not just a talk. You can either change someone's life in a positive way or it can create massive, massive damage. And that's what's happening in our industry. A lot of people are learning the material and they're not even applying it and then they're able to do it really well on stage when the person says, well, why is my life doing this? They don't know because they haven't experienced it. That's why when I asked you earlier, how long have you been doing this? I was seven. You know, and it's, it's, it takes that long. 
there's a process, you know, and now you can see that same process. I'm seeing it with your son. You know, he's two years old and he's acting like he's five. And I'm not just saying that because you're here, but you can see it in videos. Mm. And why is that? Oh, because he's special? Yes, he is, of course. Other than that, it's also because they learn from what they see. They learn, they feel the vibe, they feel the energy. I mean, we're all composed of energy. Albert Einstein, E equals MC squared. E is for energy. And you're seeing how, you know, you turn on the camera, you're like, I don't think he's going to do anything. And no more than three, four seconds, he's taken over that camera. No one's taught him that. Right. That is why, you know, and that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's really important. And a lot of people think, you know, it's easy. You know, it's a great business. Everyone's doing it. I remember back in the old days, you know, we went from corporate companies, which is one of the best things this country ever had. You know, it was you worked, you went out of school, you got out of school, you got into a major corporate company, you were set for life. Then that broke apart and everyone became entrepreneurs. And I knew everyone wanted to be an entrepreneur. Well, not everyone made it as an entrepreneur. Well, now there's another shift. There's a lot. Everyone has become a life coach. <laughs> so I tell people, is, you know, be careful. Do your due diligence. And, you know, the Internet is there. You know, use it as a tool. Do your background check. See if they're legit. See if they've ever been around that long, if they really know the tools. I mean, I met relationship coaches that will tell me, you know, I'm a relationship coach. I'll say, well, you know, how long have you been married? Well, I'm not married. Do you have children? No. What type of relationship are we talking about? So, and, and I'm sorry to be so blunt. This is such a beautiful industry. And it's changed my entire life. My mom came to this country with no money and with a belief system that this country was going to change the, the life of her son and, and her, and it did. This country has the best opportunity. I mean, I traveled the world, and I do it all the time, and I love this country. To me, if it wasn't for this country, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. And people take it for granted. And they think that this is just a fad. This is not a fad. If you get into self-help, it's for the rest of your life. This is it. A lot of people ask us, why, how do we live such a great quality of life? And I tell them it's because we went to the seminars. It's because we were the students. It's because we continue to be students. And it's because we believe in what we're teaching people. Those techniques, we try them at home. We test them on our children. We test them on each other. We test them all the time. And we try to abide by them and live by them. We make mistakes. We're not perfect. And our lives aren't perfect by any means. But we apply them. We recuperate faster from, from the hits that life gives right. you because we're actually doing what we're teaching people. And I think that that's what sets us apart from everybody else in our industry is that they're talking, but they're not living what they're speaking. And we try our hardest to make sure that we apply that not only between ourselves and with our team, but with our family and our friends as well. I think a distinction that uh, maybe would help make this come to light is results-based. Like when you're actually living your life, you're actually creating results in your life. Right. And like when I used to network, uh, people saw that I, I got results out of it, and so they asked me to consult with them. And then finally I said, you know what, i got enough of my own content. I'm going to write a book. So I wrote my very first book, much like you did, but it's a little bigger. <laughs> and it was called Becoming the Perfect Networker, Succeeding One Connection at a Time. Being that when you meet one person, you don't know if that one person would be the person that changed your life. But if you, if you contribute to their life, which is my big piece of networking is find three people. Don't worry about getting the 30 or 100 cards because you're not going to do anything with them. So right. find three people only that resonated with you. Find out you contribute with them and then give them that contribution the next day, whether it's, I want to connect you to these two people because I think you guys need to have a conversation or here's a legitimate lead or let me take you out for coffee and learn more about your business. I mean, any of those things are a contribution. But I, I'm so against the elevator pitch because people are more concerned about making sure they land the pitch and when it comes down to it, how many people at the end of a network are going to go, 
okay, I love the seventh elevator pitch I got. That was really one of the better ones of the night. I mean, they don't remember anything. Right. The next day, they'll remember the person that actually says, hey, just want to let you know, I got this person I think you guys should connect. And that's only a first frequency. It's not like a buy-in that there's a relationship. It's just the beginning of contributing. And, and I think you put it so eloquently when you said, like, there's so few people that are actually committed to actually being on stage and transforming people's lives, and that's result-based. Because right. they're really, if they're concerned about the results of themselves, you can see it in them, and you can see it in the audience that they're transforming. So, um, we're, we're all life online. You know, we have our own reality show. We fund our own show, and we show people. And some of the stuff up there is not really good. My mom passed away about two and a half years ago, and that was huge for me because I came to this country. I didn't have a father, no brother, no sister, no grandparents. My mother, you know, was my life. And when she passed away, it was huge, at least for me. And it got to the point that I didn't know what I was going to do, you know, if I was going to keep doing the seminars or not. Or, And, you know, she knew how much I loved it. And she, and I know she was proud. I mean, I was in Vegas when she passed away. And I had a choice. I could have flown home. And by the time I would have gone home, she already had passed because I had ready to get a flight the following day. And she, my wife was like, I don't think she's going to make it. And what I'm telling you is, you know, Life is way too short. What is, what is it that you really want to do? And whatever it is, if you're not doing it today, go out and do it. Well, I actually have Gisela typing to me, and I'm going to see if we can hear you. Gisela, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello. Hello. Hi. Okay, I, so... Uh, I am speechless. Not- this is... This is amazing. Thank you so very much for all you guys are doing. And I'm my heart, it's accelerated here because I I can feel it. I can feel the the atmosphere. I can feel everything you're 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 saying. It's true. It's it's amazing how I'm not even in the same uh, room with all of you, but I'm feeling the blessings coming through. And I'm 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 hoping that everybody that's listening right now it's getting a lot out of these. You guys are really simply amazing. Thank you for being in our Thank show. Thank you so Thank much, you. Grisela, no? Gisela. Grisela or Grisela? Me puedes decir lo que tú quieras, Gisela, Grisela. We're about to make this this show bilingual. Vámonos. <laughs> gracias, muchas gracias. Thank you so much. So Alexa, you are amazing. Thank you so much. Giselle, go ahead, Ken. Yes. Go, go ahead and ask a question. Okay, so I, I heard something about a, a reality show. And by seeing a reality show in, in a, an amazing family, what what is that you're trying to accomplish by showing your real life to people? What is what is that you want people to see that that exists in, in 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 you know in such an amazing family. What, what do you? What is the message? Um, uh, we get asked that question very often, <laughs> and quite honestly, what we're trying to show people is that you can live your life po- in positivity. You don't have to live with negative things. Negativity is going to creep in no matter what, and you just got to kick it in the butt and keep, kick it to the curb. So we want to show people that we're a family, we're a team, we travel around the world, we have our trials and our tribulations, and this is how we get over it. And we're hoping that it can help other people that are seeing how we're living our life and letting them in behind the scenes, letting them see how hard that we actually work, what our work ethic is like, what our family like is like, you know, how we get along with our children. My children are teenagers, and they don't hate us. (laughs) So we're doing something right there. 
it, it's a little hard. It, it's that. a little hard to be in ministry and and run a family and and do all of these, but it's not impossible. Is that right? Well, the, the reason that they've been a part of it since day one. Mm-hmm. When I first started my career, I mean, you had Dylan that would dress like in the in the vest with sneakers, and he was actually security. He was like what eight nine years old. Not even probably yeah, by like seven, seven years old. So he's, he's a security guard, which means if he didn't see a band on, in your arm, he would actually go ahead and send you to Sabrina. Sabrina was actually registration, right. you know, and then Miles started getting more involved in doing smaller speeches. Like what you want to do is bring your son to some of your speeches. And they Miles actually spoke to 10,000 children in Belize in May of this year. And it changed his life. Yeah. And it wasn't because I told him to do it. None of my children have to follow my path. What they need to do is follow their dream. And whatever it is that they want to do, they're able to do it. And we'll back it up as long as it is positive and, is, and within our belief system, go out and do it. And conquer. That, and Miles, Miles said, you know, I, I, I want to I share that stage with you. You know, even LJ, who's with us right now, our camera guy, besides that, he's like my adopted son. I mean, I, it's not about, it's not the Burt show. Yep. You know, yes, I'm, I'm really good at what I do, and, and I'm not going to lie, and you'll see the difference. You, all you saw was a little piece. Of, tomorrow you'll see something different. But it's not about all about Bert. That's why BOA is being one with another. It's about the world coming together and teaching everyone that it doesn't matter where you're at, where you, you know, where you were born, it's where you're going that's going to make the difference. And we don't just have to save our children in this country. We have to change and save the children all over the world, which is why Motivational Missionary came out. And, you know, we're teaching them what are some of the stuff that we talk to them about. Well, what we, what we teach the children is leadership skills, uh, self-confidence, um, the soft skills that they're going to need, you know, for, for the life hit. Right. Uh, and in between that, we're using music and movies and video and activities and everything. But we bake into that, also teaching them the dangers to stay away from, like cyber um, um, sexting and cyberbullying. And one of the things that we just got certified is prevention of human trafficking, which is a real big global epidemic that right. we're having now. Um, so we all, the whole team got certified in, in prevention of human trafficking. Yeah, we're we're actually working with Homeland Security, and yeah. the thing is that people say, well, you know, this happens in another, this is the movie Taken. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, it's going to happen in Colombia or in Cuba or wherever. No, it's happening in our country. Right. Next door. I mean, give them some of the stats that we have. We're right now sitting at Sun Life Stadium, and whenever there's a football game here in South Florida, we have many stadiums. Whenever there's a big stadium being filled, there's human trafficking going on because a lot of people fly into South Florida to watch these games. We're number three in human trafficking. Children between the ages of 12 to 14 years old are community kids, meaning kids from, you know, suburbia are being taken right now, and they're trafficked. The average pimp has two to four two to six children working for him, which make about $150,000 each child. So you do the numbers. It's a big business. Right. And after two or three years, those kids are damaged goods that are walking around in our society. They're either dead, damaged, or going to damage. Because once you've been a victim, then you can turn around and your damaged goods, you're going to do it to somebody else. So if we don't take care of this now, our society is going down the tubes. So we got to inform our people. Our world. So your, uh, your training is obviously one awareness, but what is like one of the tips from a prevention standpoint? Um, one of the very, very important tips is that there's a company out there, a nonprofit organization called Polaris. So a lot of people are using cell phones. Even when they're being prostituted, they have um, just text, simple texting. You can text be free and give them the information of where you're at. And that automatically goes to the Polaris system and then goes out to Homeland Security and it gets red flagged. 
So they start evaluating that to see, is this, do we have to send agents out there? Do we need, is this real? Is this legitimate? So the more people know about text be free, um, I think the more lives we can save. Bravo. Uh, Giselle actually just brought us the account Homeland Security literally like two or three months ago. Congratulations. So uh, we just worked with them recently. Uh, gosh, I had, Giselle, did you have a question you wanted to, oh, I, I know what I wanted to do. I wanted to say that this program exists and we haven't acknowledged her. I certainly haven't. Or late or more. So it's strange, but I put out in the universe this January 2015 that I want to go to Bermuda. It was my 103rd country. And I was like, why haven't I been here? You wow. know that Canada was my 69th country? I've just never been there. As an adult with a digital camera to see, you know, the falls and go to Toronto and go to Quebec, you know, actually see it, not just go to one little thing, right? So yeah, that's the only way we like to travel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know, not, not I'm not saying in, in some way. I really like to go behind the scenes. Right. I really like to experience the country. In fact, that's why in Bermuda, instead of going sightseeing, right. we I remember. actually, you know, motivate the children. Well, I was going to segue that, and I just, <laughs> but I just want to say that. It's interesting how powerful we are when we want to connect with the universe and create something and have a conversation with the universe about how committed we are because that came out of nowhere. Orly, like, invited me a month before or two months before, and it was Joyce Nelson who said, I think this guy needs to be on that cruise. And, you know, I think the average person, well, not the average person, I think 99% of people would not be dumb enough, you know, to start a social wow factor and keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again. And I commend you for being her backbone because... You are the person, I think, that significantly said, I can do this, and I will change the world, even if it takes six years, seven years. And, and that's really what it comes down to. It's never a time thing. It's really a commitment thing. That's it. it is. Yeah. It is. And that's the biggest problem I feel that people yeah, have. Yeah, but, but we're on this radio program because of Orly. It's just that simple. Yeah. I heard about Boa World literally from someone two or three years ago, but that frequency is a soft frequency. Right. And with Orly, she told me about you guys. Well, she's going to be here tomorrow, and I'm excited to see her. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, she brought us here, too. She said, awesome. she said, you got to come to the event. Well, she's the one that called me and said, hey, you want to have Ken over? And I'm like, sure. You know, I mean, this is... She goes, I'm, I'm coming over. I'm like, okay, Orly, I got the room ready for you. She goes, um, can I bring Ken with me? I'm like, okay, bring him too. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have Ken. We have someone coming Yeah, we have Orlando. somebody flying in from we Orlando. Have, and then my friend's coming in from Belize. So we, we have a, a lot of... We have a full house this week. So let's, let's well, if, if, you're bring, if you're bringing Ken, you have to have a Barbie. So I'm sure you guys are going to have to go to Walmart and pick up some Barbies right now. Um, Alexa, okay. I am... <laughs> I'm blown away uh, by how you support your husband. I would love for you to give our listeners or wives out there that it's probably listening right now and say, how does she do all of these? How did she, you know, uh, keep going when there's things that she doesn't like about her husband, when there's, he's traveling, when, when there's times that she wants him to be there? How do you deal with that? What, what is the choice that you made and how did you make that happen to be a mother, be this amazing wife and, and, and everything else that you're doing that it's so amazing? Um, many years ago when we discovered that we were in advertising and it was a cutthroat industry, we realized we weren't cutthroat people. And Bert and I wanted to transition over into the world of motivation and public speaking. And we said, you know, it's going to take a massive sacrifice. And our marriage is going to be on the line in order for us to do this. And our children were very small at the time. And I said, listen, I'll hold down the fort. You do what you got to do. And he was gone three weeks out of the out of mm -hmm. a month. Every, every month. He, we, he was basically on an airplane or a car or a bus somewhere in the country or around the world. And I was home with the baby. Sometimes I felt like I was a single mother. 
And I know that after about six or seven days, I'd be crying, babe, please, you got to get home. I'm too scared. I'm lonely. He's like, okay, okay, I'll fly home real quick for the weekend, and then, you know, and then I'll, I'll come back. Um, so we knew we were in for a ride. We knew we were in to sacrifice our family, our marriage, and everything. But we knew, we've always been such a good team. And I told him, listen, I'm going to back up your dream, and eventually it'll segue into my dream because I want wow. a political career. And I figured, okay, you know, I'll help him with his dream right now, and he'll build the audiences, he'll build the people, we'll connect with more people, and then eventually I can branch off into politics. And five years into this, I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. This is it. This is it. This and is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So it, it, it was a choice. It, 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 was, it was that choice, that moment that you say, this is my husband, this is my family, and I, I got to face it. I got to do this for him, and it's, this is my choice. You, you chose love. Is that correct? I've always chosen love. Yeah. And you, you Bert, when you're gone that many weeks. Well, I was, now she's stuck with me. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. But, but back then, we're talking about people that are just starting to look at, you know, jumping off the cliff and, and making that sacrifice. It's not easy. And, and so for you, you're actually getting a very small quantity of hours with the family. And so you have to maximize the quality of that experience. So when you got back, I, I tell me, I, I imagine you just like, no engaging. I mean, you 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 would listen to them. When, you know, my son, my my daughter would say, "Dad, you know, I want to I want to share this new drawing with you." I'll be like in there, you know, engage. You know, this is their moment, their time. You know, a lot of times people, especially children. You have issues with your children is because they want the love and affection, sometimes not just a hug and a kiss. They just want you to listen to them. Mm-hmm. They want you to look at something. So you'll see, it might happen today. You know, you go to the house and you see Dylan come out of nowhere. You know, he's, what, 14 now, and he'll come out and, hey, Dad, let me show you something. Okay, but Dylan, I'm in the middle of a meeting. But Dad, they always knew. Even, you know what's funny? Right. What, my, my children knew that even when I was coaching, and I'm doing private coaching, and, and it's not really affordable. It's pretty expensive. And, and I just say that because this is, you know, and it says shift a little bit. I've slowed down a little bit on the coaching. But when we were doing coaching, I didn't care who you were. You knew that when my children would come home from school, they were going to knock on the door in the room that we were doing our coaching. They were going to come in and say hi to you, shake your hand, give you a kiss, whatever they were in the mood for, and then give me my hug and my kiss, and then they would walk away. That sent a signal to them that no matter what, they knew they were always important to me, even, even besides that they were making a great living off the coaching programs. However, they knew that until this day, they're just like that. They'll walk in from work or from school, and they'll you know come in and you'll they'll introduce themselves and hi, I'm Dylan or I'm Sabrina or I'm Miles. Nice to meet you. And they'll even engage in the conversation if you guys connect and so forth. Why? Because they understood that they're just as important as my career. So you were actually showing that you weren't going to be a hypocrite by saying families first and then telling them that they had to wait. Yeah, that's. It, right? Easier said than done. Though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, uh, because I do travel so much, I will say it is a toll on my marriage. It's, it's challenging because I'm kind of where you were 21 yep. through 16 years ago. I'm at that point. No, you have a bigger challenge. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do have a bigger challenge. <laughs> thanks, was easy. thanks. I had a little gap. No, but the thing, the thing I love about it, though, is the second you leave the house, you don't take for granted family. No. Like, you're, the second you leave is I already miss them. But, Ken, that's you know? if you really are following your path. Right. That's if you really are doing these tools. If you're really living this purpose, this quality of life, then that's really what you're going through. A lot of people have gotten into this business just for the celebrity aspect of it. You but know? For you, this is your calling, right? 
Resistance to colon, not cure. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's such a, a, a distinction from just knowing that you're going to be successful at something, okay, and the distinction from you have great skill sets or you're a great communicator. You know, it, it ties it, in, it, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. You have to polish you. No, no doubt about it. But the calling using all of them is just like unstoppable. The calling is, it, it, is tough <laughs> because you sacrifice so much through the good and through the bad. It's not always, you know, it's not always peachy king when, when, you're, when you're following your calling. You get tested so much in your faith. And, you know, you get, you get pulled down to your knees quite often. And you have to just say, you know what, I can't give up no matter what. Well, I'm telling you, we, the hours always go so quick when you do these things, especially when you're with dynamic people. We, we do have about five minutes, but I want to make sure, first of all, that we don't have that fast wrap-up at the end and you don't get a chance to say how people can find you. So can you go through all your call signs for social and, and website, et cetera? Very simple. There's only three of them. You have Bert, B-E-R-T, Oliva, O-L-I-V-A.com. Everything from all of my programs are there, all the information you need to know. BOA World, which we also have BOA Studios, you just go to BOA, B-O-W-A, world.com, and that talks about you know, the programs that we have there for corporations and organizations that want to you know, take their employees or their team or their CEOs or whatever to that next level. And then, of course, our new baby, which is Motivational Missionaries Tour, and that's MM Tour. Dot org. And uh, can you just say how much orally or more with her social wow factor impacted your life? Not only social wow factor. She's impacted my life just because of who she is. Mm-hmm. And well, well, the reason I share that, bird is because there's another social, cruise, yeah, there's cruise the, the coming. The social wow factor is where you're going to get to meet people like, you know, Kent and his wife and myself and my wife. Not these speakers that are going to do a show and walk away from you. No, you bought. You connect. We have dinner together, and we do pictures, and we go out for drinks, and the club, and the restaurant. And the tools and techniques that are being taught. Everything. It's all there. You know, it's real. And if you're not, if you've not, if you've not been a part of one of her cruises, you definitely need to sign up. And in fact, if you haven't done so, you know, you just definitely just go out and do it. And, and you can read her book, and then you can really see who yes, Harley is her and where her really heart good. is. The mm-hmm. book is very good. Well, you did an exercise on the the ship that I was very impressed with. Which one? The, the one word, the one word, two words, three words. Is that mm-hmm. the triangle? Well, that takes a while. Okay. I'll save that for your next show. You'll save it for the next show. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, what, what, what well I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I would like to ask then, uh, because I'm a, a big a proponent of having my listeners hear who their mentors are, but more importantly, what books they've read to shape their life. Could you each recommend a couple books to the listeners that shape, shape your life? The Greatest Secret from Earl Nangale. Uh, Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. I mean, those two are by far my favorite. I love listening to Wayne Dyer and reading his book. I mean, basically, you know what? I'm even reading your book right now. You know, I just love learning from different people. Sometimes you don't learn anything new, but confirmation is better learning something new. Sometimes you realize, you know what? I should be doing more of that. And if there's one message or one tool that anyone has gotten out of this show, then we've done our job. That's right. the way we look at it. I mean, what are some of the books that you really like? God, there's so many, and there's so many people that yeah. I, I love biographies. So, you know, I've read the Colin Powell and Ivanka Tr- uh, Ivana Trump and um, the Bill Gates, and you know, you you read a lot, you read all of them. And then I'm I'm very spiritual, so I love the spiritual books. Um, 
So there's just so many books that that you can go out there. And I don't like reading stories as much as I love learning from the books. So that's why the biographies are are big for me. And uh, who are some of your mentors? Uh, I know you mentioned a bunch of friends. Omar Perryu, Les Brown. They'll be here tomorrow. Um, Tony Robbins is probably the only person I haven't shared the stage with. However, he knows of me, and I know of him very well. He's changed my life. He's paved the way for us to do what we're doing today. And all these guys, I mean, uh, uh, Zig Ziglar, you know, I spent some time with him, Jim Rohn. Tom Hopkins. Tom Hopkins. I mean, you know, Ken Rashawn. (laughs) 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 You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. People have a perceived value a lot of times on who these people are. And when you get to meet them like this, the behind the scenes is where those bonds and the connections are made. And that's when transformation is done. You'll see when Omar sees me tomorrow, it's like, I mean, we used to go to Disney and take our children to Disney and have a great time when we were doing, you know, events from, you know, on the East Coast a couple of years back when the industry had shifted, you know. And there are long-term friendships. And yeah. it's just... And my, my, one of my dearest friends and all-time mentor that I have to see once or twice a year, her name is Ilanka Perezzi. And she wrote a book called The Soul is Breathing. That is the most amazing woman I've ever met in my entire life. I agree. Why is that? Her energy, her heart, the things that she's done, the things she's accomplished, the the challenges she overcomes. And when you're in her presence, she makes you feel like you are the most special person in the entire world. I don't care who you are. The most special person I have ever met. Well, I believe quotes sometimes uh, become our template of how we live. Do you have some quotes that you... I know you have a bunch on your... uh, your website, so that's a nice piece for people to go see that, but what are some of the ones you... Well, the quote that I believe in is, live life and don't let life live you. We spend too much time letting life guide us. You know, just enjoy it. Embrace it. Every day is an amazing day. I mean, my back is... I'm a massive excruciating pain, however, not at this moment. Mm. And I'm not on meds or anything. I'm just high on this moment right now. I well, can feel that vibe. I can feel the connection with your wife, yourself. I saw the video with your son. This is where where it all happens. I mean, I was on my way to the hospital right before the show, and I probably have to do it now. I'll see how it goes. But if it goes like this, I'm just I'm great right now. I'm, no, I'm, but I'll carry you around like I was earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, how about you? What, what is a quote or two? My quote is live in love. Live in love. Because if you're not loving, you're not living. And we're hearing that theme music pretty pretty close. So, Gisela, thank you very much for uh, connecting. I'm sorry we left you off the show for a little while. And we're going to have you on for another show, Bert, and be mm-hmm. ready to do the triangle. I mean, I don't want you getting on a second show and so saying, another mentor, hey, no. which I forgot to talk about, but we'll talk about him next time. Yeah, I can see it. In the second show, we're almost uh, we're in it. And go, no, we're probably going to need a third show to get that triangle <laughs> in there. All right, well, thank you very much for everything you do. You have definitely become uh, super great friends to me, and I, I look forward to the mm-hmm. next clip. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you guys, for this amazing time. It was really appreciated. I, I, I'm pretty Thank sure you. that this is going to hit really hard on, on people out there, and we it's going to be one of our best shows. Thank you so much for all of this. Thank you so much. And I love your baby. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. See you later. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Roshan and Gisela Gonzalez again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.
The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page.